what you may think is the waste of your life because the crowd didn't beat a pathway to your door is your own pathway into the eternal memorial of heaven that will never forget how you spent your life on Jesus and those he loves. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, Have you ever spent your time and energy on something that seemed so underappreciated that you thought, what a waste of my life? Such is often the misery of love when the devil seems to say, you spent your life for nothing. There was once a woman who poured out an expensive vessel of oil on Jesus' head from deep love for him, yet even his own disciples criticized her for wasting what could have been sold and given to the poor. Yet Jesus said that what she had done would be for a memorial for her wherever the gospel is preached. Heaven would not forget what was humbly done. It symbolized the sweet fragrance of being crushed by love for the sake of the lost. The Bible says concerning Jesus on the night of his crucifixion, he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. The anointing oil that was poured out upon Jesus' head and feet was not cheap. For us, if we carry the oil of God in a carnal cup, it won't produce much of the intended fruit. The cup must be crushed lest the glory and power be of man, and its contents never be allowed to really flow out. How many have felt that they spent their entire years of life in ministry or service, yet they felt it wasted because they were crushed by it? How many have preached the prosperity of the body and the bank account, but it came to nothing because they saw faith as the vehicle to grant an abundant carnal life while the Spirit languished in no divine glory. There is a stark difference between the two. Why a memorial for this woman? Do you not see that those who are remembered in heaven have spent the most costly part of their earthly lives that they could thereby glorify Jesus? Men remember the money we made, the good things we did to build our communities or our businesses, or they remember our athletic greatness or our ability to entertain. They build tributes to our reputation or political achievements. What does heaven memorialize? It's the pouring out of one's life in solitary sacrifice as we die in the prisons of the wealthy or on the beaches of the lost tribes of the isolated. It's the one who has spent what could have been his gain to save those who have otherwise idolized the world. 
Here's an excerpt from a sermon by David Jones Patrick that strikes at the heart of what God has been showing me about this in the past three years. He says, your calling is going to crush you. If you are called to mend the brokenhearted, you're going to wrestle with a broken heart. If you're called to heal God's little ones, you're going to experience your own share of trauma. If you're called to preach and teach the gospel, you will be sifted for the wisdom that anoints your message. If you are called to empower, your self-esteem will be attacked, your successes hard-fought. Your calling will come with spiritual warfare and a sifting. Both are necessary for your mantle to be authentic, humble, and powerful. Your crushing won't be easy because your assignment is not easy, and you can't minister powerfully what you haven't walked out. When you're feeling the weight of it coming down on you, run to the Father who longs to be your comfort. Let Him whisper your true identity over you while resting under the shadow of His wings. Position yourself against His heartbeat. Let Him renew your strength and set your eyes forward. No olives, no oil, no grapes, no wine. Your oil is not cheap, my friend. I want you to see the men who championed the Scriptures, the first followers of Jesus Christ. The disciples become apostles, all martyred, save John, who was boiled in oil, survived, and was exiled to a prison island where he gave us the gift of the book of Revelation, the Gospel of John, and his three epistles. A woman came to where Jesus was sitting in the home of a leper. She poured out on his head a bottle of expensive ointment worth about a year's wages. His own disciples complained that this could have been sold and provided many resources for the poor. But Jesus would tell them this woman did a great thing. She has anointed my body for burial. It will be remembered forever as a memorial of her. I want you to hear the disciples' words, for they are the very words that Satan has often used against people like you and I. What's the purpose of this waste? You see, the carnal mind sees that as a waste to give of one's life to honor the Lord. The minister of the Lord, if he has declared the revelation of the Lord, has done so because the seed which is his natural life has been broken to allow the anointed seeding of God's words to come alive. He has wondered often why life has been so hard. He relates to Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, that so many did not hear his word. He has felt his heart pricked hard when reading of the turmoil of John the Baptist, who was imprisoned and then beheaded, because he prepared the way of the Lord. You don't have to be called as a pastor, a prophet, or apostle to be chosen to be crushed. All who have been born again are called to take up their cross if they would follow Jesus. There's the story of the Roman Christians who were threatened with death if they didn't renounce Christ. 
The soldiers said to them, If you refuse to deny him, you'll be stripped naked and compelled to stand out on this frozen lake until you're dead. Thus these Christians walked out on the ice to meet the Lord. But their great heart that made them so willing to pour out their lives moved upon some of the soldiers. The Spirit of God touched many of them who also stripped themselves and walked out onto the ice to meet with the Lord. The world in the mind says that suffering is all a waste of precious life. Heaven says it's often the pathway to the anointed revelation of God and His glory. I'll say it again. What you think is the waste of your life because the crowd didn't beat a pathway to your door is your own pathway into the eternal memorial of heaven that will never forget how you spent your life on Jesus and those that he loves. I've been saying for a long time that money is anything that's a storehouse of value, like the food or a source of power or shelter or water. Actually, the accumulation of wealth represents your time and efforts, whatever it might be. When you give a financial offering to God or anything of value, that represents your time and your effort, your life, and you're giving yourself by it to Him. This woman had something of great value to her and to others, and in it she was giving herself Far from being a waste, Jesus saw this woman giving herself to him without reservation. It wasn't secondhand stuff or leftovers that she didn't really need. And by it, she demonstrated that God had her heart. Whether it be through a great gift or through a sacrifice of suffering, she would be remembered for eternity because she gave herself to God. He was her treasure, her master and not by compulsion or command, but by love. Affliction can be the open door to heaven's power coming out, you see. The Bible says, always bearing the dying of the Lord, that he may be manifested. So I have to ask myself, do I really believe in the greatness of God? Will I embrace and dare to live the truth that God is bigger than all of my problems? How many times my heart has been crushed because of the call of God, and so often I thought it was my fault. How often have I thought to defend myself against the hardships of life because I didn't have my eyes firmly fixed on the power of God that can come through my decrease? I settled too many times for my power instead of God's. And I've learned this. Don't despise being broken. Brokenness is a portal into the presence of God. Now let's look at something else that this woman did come into Jesus' presence with. Jesus was in a leper's house, someone whom it was forbidden to be around because leprosy was so contagious and so deadly. But that's where Jesus was, and so she went right in. It's kind of like people going to church during COVID-19 with orders to stay away from public gatherings. Far from blaming God for this human suffering that may have occurred because of it, many Christians ran to him, and he saw that. Suffering for the Lord when it doesn't make sense to the world is sometimes what the heart looks like when a person esteems the presence of God 
to be the greatest storehouse of value. Here is life's greatest peace, joy, and power over sin, the presence of God. I've since learned, if I struggle with condemnation over a failing or seeming mediocre life, it's like saying that the power of my fall in earthly past life is more powerful than the life of the Son of God, the Almighty, the King of kings, the one who rose from the dead for me. You see, the life that is crushed for following love is not one to be despised and depressed. The price of our cross is not a symbol of failure, but of honor. As a Christian, learn that the times of suffering are intended by heaven to be portals where God's glory can flow into you. Heaven's not against you. Your victory in daily life over sin or Satan and self isn't merely by information. It's by encounters with the presence of God. Stop looking for what's wrong and start looking for who is right. Jesus in you. It's time to put your big boy faith pants on and dare to trust in his love and dedication to you. What you've done for love sometimes when no one else is watching will forge a memorial that heaven will never forget. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. The price paid for the greatest honors of following Christ in silence and anonymity, though painful at times, can release the power of God's comfort into another. Never despise the price paid to release the love of God.